Sam Atkinson, Associate Athletic Director for Communications at Gallaudet University and Casida's past president. I've been at Gallaudet University, which is a national deaf and hard of hearing university in Washington, DC uh, for 13 years now and been in sports information and athletic communications for over 16 years. Well, it's a pleasure talking with you today on this episode of Executive Session. Uh, what drove your interest to serve on the COSADA Board of Directors? I think, you know, in any line of work, I think it's important to get involved with any uh, national organization that you're a part of or your profession is, um, you know, work works with. Um, so for me, COSADA really was um, beneficial to me my first year in the business. I started as a sports information director at Salisbury University in uh, Maryland in 2006. I was completely new to the business. I had not worked at a sports information or athletic communication office uh, as an undergrad. I knew of the job. I knew of the people that worked in those fields. Um, but Casida was vital for me um, to, to understand the business, to understand um, the role of the athletic communicator at the time. And I thought it was important to get involved just so I can start making a network and starting to meet people. And um, the organization has given me so much over the years that I felt like it was important for me to give back to it. And this was a great opportunity and getting involved on committees and then working my way up to being a mem member of the board uh, has always kind of been a goal of mine since I've you know, been in this field. Absolutely. What are you most thankful of in this industry? Yeah, I would just you know, say it's the people. I, I know it's probably a common answer from a lot of people, um, you know, on the on the executive session and, and these interviews. But it really is a family of uh, great individuals that are all we're all in the same boat. And you know, I kind of say we're all in the same boat together. Um, we're trying to help each other out. We're trying to help our universities, conference offices, our campuses in promoting our student athletes, coaches and, and athletic teams and programs. Um, but the people themselves, it's just you know, continues to make it worthwhile to understand like the importance of being a part of this um, this fraternity of people. Um, so I would always say the people are, are the most important, um, and and it, you can see that through our membership within Casida. I couldn't agree more. What do you feel passionate about in life? Uh, that's a big question, there, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> um, for me, it definitely is always comes back to family. Um, you know, I have two daughters and a wife and, you know, my family is, you know, is paramount and it's always important um, to focus on them and then also focusing on um, extended family and friends. Um, you know, again, we're in a people business. Um, when you talked about just a second ago about the importance of the people within Casida, but, you know, we are in a people business. And uh, just being a, a people person um, is important, even though sometimes you feel like you're alone um, in your athletic communication office, um, you're, you're still very important. So um, for me, family and, and friends and just, you know, people in general within this business. Absolutely. Uh, transitioning to more of a fun question. Uh, what is, what is uh, something that's on your bucket list? Something that's on my bucket list? Um, well, actually, it was hopefully something that I can accomplish this summer uh, when Casada has its convention out in Las Vegas um, in June. Afterwards, my family and I are heading out to the Grand Canyon. So we've never been there um, and it's drivable. So we're looking forward to, to, to going out there in the Southwest and uh, 
you know, checking out the Grand Canyon and hopefully uh, venture up a little bit to a couple other national parks um, in and around that region. So looking forward to that. Oh yeah. I live, I live in Phoenix. So Bryce Canyon, Zion national and Utah as well are great parks to go to. Uh, there's really a lot of cool scenery down here in the cool. Southwest. Uh, what's something that COSIDA membership doesn't know that makes board membership so rewarding? Yeah, I think, you know, board membership um, is vital and important to represent the different constituents uh, within our organization. Uh, I think some people don't understand uh, being a part of the board, like you, your, your voice carries a, a lot of weight because you are representing, um, sometimes you're the only representative from a division. Um, so it's important to have those voices within the board meetings, within committee meetings um, and officer meetings. So I, I think it's important uh, for people that might be on the fence about trying to join committees or join um, or nominating themselves for the, the executive board is, you know, take the opportunity to be a leader and, and share your voice because your voice is important. And, and we need to hear the different voices from the different groups um, and can't just make decisions all by ourselves. Most definitely. Uh, what's what's your biggest challenge as it relates to the profession now and in the future? Yeah, I, I think for a lot of us, it, it's just a changing landscape of all the different technologies and things that we have to do um, and, and time. You know, time, we, we never have enough of it. And I think with what our demands are nowadays, just, you know, we still have our regular um, sports information and athletic communication work that we have to do day to day. But a lot of things have been added onto our plates over the years um, and even a lot more recently that you run out of time to get everything done that you might may want. So um, and I guess the other part too would just be staffing and, and manpower on certain things. Um, myself, I'm in a one person shop, so I do a lot of the things on my own. So it's um, it's difficult sometimes. You, you, can, you can only get so much done. Um, so hopefully. Um, again, as organization moves forward, Casada um, is going through a rebranding process. I think it's important for athletic leaders um, within the collegiate space to understand the demands and what's necessary to get um, things completed and, and promoted the right way within uh, your campus organizations and, and uh, athletic departments nowadays. So we definitely need more manpower and time to kind of get all this stuff done. Yeah, definitely agree with that. I think the profession is wanting one person to do the jobs of two, three, maybe even four people. And there's just Absolutely. a lot of time in the day and they're not raising the pay enough to make up for that. Yeah, that's an old structure, too. And it seems like a lot of campuses are still set up like they're in the 1980s or 90s, where you really need to be thinking differently about how you're uh, being strategic with your communications and, and promoting your athletic department. You need more uh, people in those areas to help promote that. Absolutely. If you could change one thing about working in an athletic communication office, what would it be? Um, I, again, I, I, I'll go back and lean on, on time um, and, and how much time it takes for a lot of things. It's interesting how, you know, Back in the day, you would just go to the game, score the game, and write a press release. Um, and for some people, you would have a website, or other times, you wouldn't have to worry about you know, updating a website until later. Um, I think nowadays, when you post something, it's got to be on you know six or seven different platforms, and you have to repackage um, a lot of what you're doing differently. And that just takes a lot more time than 
normal. So I, I would just probably say the time demands and, and of course, like, you know, time away from family and, and missing things, which you know, comes with the, comes with the job, but it's um, becoming more and more evident um, uh, with a lot of scheduling conflicts and issues that happen you know, at all levels. Yes, especially with the recent issue of gains being canceled, postponed, rescheduled with COVID and everything. And sometimes, you know, you'll go two weeks without a game and then later in the season, you have four games in a week. Yeah. Or, and the other thing I would add to that is, you know, sometimes, unfortunately, at some campuses, the athletic communicator is not included in those discussions when it comes to scheduling. And I think that would be um, one thing I would love to see change in this profession is having more of a voice when it comes to scheduling and understanding the big picture where you might have four or five events going on at once on your campus and, you know, it, how you're going to be able to cover uh, everything at once. I think some coaches, they schedule and they just think about um, their own team and they're not looking at the other teams that might be playing at the same time. Exactly. Well, can you tell us something that a few people know about you? Um, probably one thing is like, I, I'm an Eagle Scout. Um, you know, when I was in high school, I, I got became an Eagle Scout. So I did a lot of scouting um, as a kid. I have two girls, so they're in Girl Scouts. Um, but we don't do as much camping as I used to do. So that would be the one thing that probably some people don't know about me. Definitely. And lastly, how would your best friend describe you in four words or less? Um, you know, I would think, you know, a professional leader um, who's humble and funny. You know, like I, I think the people that really get to know me, I do have a funny side, uh, but I'm probably come across stern to a lot of people until people get to know who I am. But um, I feel like I have a funny sense of humor. It's definitely. Well, once again, thank you for joining me on this episode of Executive Session. Thanks, Brandon. It's been great.